Hello, this is Gurmeher from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Friday, the 19th of May. Today, Chief Justice of India D.Y. Chandrachur administered the oath of office to Justices Prashant Kumar Mishra and K.V. Vishwanathan, bringing the Supreme Court back to its full strength of 34 judges. Justices Mishra and Vishwanathan filled in for Justices Dinesh Maheshwari and M.R. Shah, who had retired earlier in May. On the same day, Justices K.M. Joseph, Ajay Rastogi and V. Subramanian bid farewell as they are set to retire in June, while the Supreme Court will go on a summer break. The appointments of Justices Mishra and Vishwanathan were swiftly cleared by the government, with notifications published on 18th of May. This efficient process is a notable departure from the government's previous delays in approving collegium recommendations. Justice Vishwanathan is likely to become the 58th Chief Justice of India in August 2030, while Justice Mishra's appointment brings representation from Chhattisgarh to the Supreme Court bench. More retirements are expected in 2023, with Justice S. Ravindra Bhatt retiring in October and Justice Sanjay Kishan Kaul retiring in December. Krishna Padabag, the main suspect in the bomb explosion at West Bengal's Kadikul on 16th of May, succumbed to his injuries today. The explosion resulted in the death of nine individuals. While Bagh too had sustained severe burn injuries, he managed to flee the explosion site. The West Bengal Police's Criminal Investigation Department apprehended him in Katak, Odisha, where he was receiving medical treatment. Bagh's son, Prithvijit Bagh, and nephew, Indrajit Bagh, who allegedly aided his escape, have also been arrested and presented before a court in Purba, Medinipur. They have been remanded to eight days police custody. The explosion at the illegal cracker manufacturing shed in the Kardikul village, Purba, Medinipur district, claimed the lives of nine individuals leaving the village in a state of shock, with several young children losing their parents. The CID's bomb disposal squad continues to collect evidence from the explosion site. Villagers and the victim's family members have alleged that the structure housed a crude bomb manufacturing unit, which caused the blast. Meanwhile, the West Bengal police took to Twitter to caution against the circulation of a fake video falsely attributed to the Karikul blast. The police clarified that the video was from Purim Festival in Kerala and urged the public not to spread misinformation. The Supreme Court issued directions to the Bihar government today to produce the complete original records concerning the remission granted to former MP Anand Mohan, who was serving the life sentence for the 1994 murder of Gopal Ganj District Magistrate G. Krishnaya. The bench, compromising Justices Surya Kant and J.B. Pardiwala, informed the advocate representing the Bihar government that no further adjournments would be granted in the case and instructed him to present the record for the court's examination. The plea filed by Uma Krishnaya, the wife of the deceased officer, challenging Mohan's release on 8 August was listed. The state government's counsel requested additional time to file a response to the plea. Senior advocate Siddharth Luthra, representing Uma Krishnaya, said that the state government had retroactively changed the policy and released Mohan in the case. Luthra urged the bench to direct the state to provide the complete records of Mohan's criminal history and requested that the matter be listed in August. The bench recorded the appearance of the state government's counsel and Mohan's counsel and reiterated that no further adjournments would be allowed. The Apex Court directed the Bihar government to submit the original records regarding the remission granted to Anand Mohan. Mohan's release was made possible by an amendment to the Bihar Prison Manual that removed the restriction on early release for those involved in killing public servants. Critics argue that this change was intended to benefit Mohan, a Rajput strongman who could support Nitish Kumar's grand alliance against the BJP. 
today, former Narcotics Control Bureau Zonal Director Samir Vankre filed a petition in the Bombay High Court seeking the quashing of an FIR against him by the Central Bureau of Investigation. The FIR alleges that Vankre demanded a bribe of 25 crore from Bollywood superstar Shah Rukh Khan to avoid implicating his son, Aryan Khan, in the Cordelia Cruz drug bust case. In his petition, Vankre also requested that no coercive action to be taken against him based on the CBI's FIR. The court is scheduled to hear his plea later in the day. The CBI filed the FIR against Vankre and four others in connection with Aryan Khan's arrest by the NCB on 3rd of October 2021 during a raid on the Cordelia cruise ship. After three weeks, Khan was granted bail by the Mumbai High Court due to the NCB's failure to substantiate its charges against him. The CBI has booked Vankre and others for alleged criminal conspiracy, threat of extortion and bribery under the Preventions of Corruption Act based on a complaint filed by the NCB. The CBI claims that NCB officers conspired and accepted bribes from the accused individuals involved in the consumption and possession of narcotics on the private cruise ship. Earlier this week, the Delhi High Court provided Vankre with protection from coercive action for five days, allowing him to approach the Bombay High Court if needed. The CBI had summoned Vankre for questioning in Mumbai on Thursday, but he did not appear before the agency's team. Listeners, the media industry is changing around the world. Many are forced to close due to a failing business model, some under government pressure, and some are acquired by moguls who intend to masquerade propaganda as journalism. The Indian media ecosystem, too, is under pressure, with news organizations facing legal cases and government scrutiny. A new series of reports, commentaries and videos will explore these issues. Help us tell these stories by contributing to the Press Freedom Fund. The deadline is 31st of May. We're able to bring you our reports and analysis only because you've got our back. Subscribe to newslaundry.com and pay to keep news free. Our subscription starts at only 300 rupees a month. The G7 leaders are currently convening for their annual meeting in Hiroshima, Japan. Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky will be attending the summit on Sunday as confirmed by Ukrainian officials who stressed the importance of his physical presence in order to defend the country's interests. Zelensky is also expected to participate virtually in the meeting today. Ukraine is a significant topic on the agenda of G7, with the US considering more sanctions on Russia and the UK imposing a ban on Russian diamonds. Discussions will also encompass climate change, food security, health and nuclear disarmament. The G7 consists of US, UK, Canada, France, Germany, Italy and Japan, but this year, eight additional nations have been invited. Meanwhile, Prime Minister Narendra Modi has embarked on a tour to attend three key multilateral meetings, including the G7 meeting and his Australia visit. In the first leg of his trip, Modi is in Hiroshima for the G7 summit, where he will address global challenges such as food, fertilizer and energy security. From there, he will travel to Papua New Guinea to host the Forum for India-Pacific Islands Corporation Summit. Lastly, Modi will visit Australia as scheduled, even though the Quad Summit has been cancelled as US President Joe Biden pulled out of his Australia visit due to domestic engagements. Now the Quad meeting is likely to happen on the sidelines of the G7 Summit in Hiroshima. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. News laundry is possible because of our paying subscribers. We don't run on corporate or government ads. You too can be part of changing the news model. Go to newslaundry.com slash subscription. Be a part of the community that pays to keep news independent. For the smoothest news laundry experience, download our app. 
watch our shows, listen to our podcasts, read our reports, stay informed, pay for news, protect democracy, save the world. Thank you.